the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You're listening to SoCal Live with Scott Furrow on 99.5 KKLA. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow, your host. And today, friends and family, we come together to do something huge as the SoCal Live family on KKLA and KPRC, all of Southern California. And what we're going to do is we are going to stand with persecuted believers today around the world. Every five minutes, do you know this? Every five minutes. A Christian is martyred outside of the United States every five minutes. That's the statistic. Think about that for a minute. When you go to church on Sunday, I hope you're going to church on Sunday. During your typical service, how long is your service? Is it an hour, hour and a half? 12 to 18 Christians have been murdered for their faith during that hour. Sometimes we're just doing what you're doing, just worshiping God, just going to a place and and worshiping the Lord our God. We have an opportunity to do what the church should do for its family around the world today, and it's help bring them hope. Many of these believers, many of our brothers and sisters in Christ, are living in nations that openly and culturally persecute Christians, real persecution from preventing them from having Bibles to promoting theft and violence even unto death. And today, we are going to stand with them. And by God's grace, our KKLA and KPRZ families have the opportunity to get Bibles into the hands and hearts of fellow believers and soon-to-be believers in these countries. KKLA and KPRZ has been partnering with Bible League International for over 20 years. And today, Michael from Bible League International is with me in Studio B. Michael, welcome to Southern California Live. Scott, hey, great to be with you. Hey, love your studio here. I'm looking at the graphic behind you. It says SoCal Live, so I don't know if it's you, if you're going to call this Southern California Live or SoCal. We kind of jokingly said the graphic may look like somebody got a little fast and forgot to put the I. Right, it's not Social Live, it's it SoCal Live. SoCal Live, yeah. 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 Listen, welcome uh, to you. I know you've been uh, doing the show for a few months now. I've had the pleasure of coming to Los Angeles. I think this is my uh, 12th campaign, right? Wow. And we've come and we've done kingdom business. I can tell you, KKLA listeners, you've been incredibly kind to Bible League. Every time that we've come, you've hit these uh, goals very, very hard. We're addressing today, Scott, what is arguably the number one issue facing the global church. What is that? The loss of religious freedom? Mm. You mentioned that statistic that Pew Research, who keeps a finger on uh, religious persecution around the world, will tell us that every five minutes a Christian is martyred simply because he or she believes Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Now, we're not saying that death accompanies every story of persecution, but I can tell you at Bible League, we know Christians by name who are singled out, targeted, monitored. They've been threatened with death. They've been beaten. They've been jailed, right? Simply because uh, of their Christian faith. And so what we want to do is come alongside them today and send them, give them, Exactly what they're praying for. And Scott, as I travel the world and I meet with these heroes of the faith, they never say, hey, get on with Scott Furrow on KKLA and KPRZ and pray for an abrupt end to our suffering. They know God is Mm. working through it. The prayers kind of go like this, Scott. It's pray that our love for God would only increase. Pray that our uh, delight in his word would grow. Pray that we'll see those around us that persecute us 
not as the enemy, but as the mission field, and then they pray what? We need to be able to endure and persevere, and most of those Christians live without Bibles. Now, they hear the word preach faithfully. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it's every Sunday, maybe it's every other Sunday in some environments, but in places of Asia, Africa, the Middle East, and Latin America, we're talking about Christians who live out their faith without a Bible, and we've said it, Bible League and KKLA, can we do this for 9,000 persecuted believers? Can we put the Bible into the hands and hearts of 9,000 Bibleist believers? We have been charged at Bible League with getting them the right translation, right? That's right. In, 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 in their own language, right? So if you're in China, that's Mandarin. That might be Swahili on the continent of Africa, Arabic in the Middle East, Quechua if you're in uh, 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 Quito, Ecuador, right? We'll do that. You know that KKLA does not let just anybody on the air, right? We've been vetted as a ministry. We've worked together for more than 20 years. And so this is an investment that you can you can believe in, listeners. And again, I know you know the special place of God's Word in your own life. And we want to do this again for people who are persecuted for their faith. Um, Scott, very profoundly and yet very simply, Paul, as he sat in a Roman prison awaiting persecution by Nero, he wrote to young Timothy, he said, Timothy, anyone who desires to lead a godly life in Christ, Christ can expect to be persecuted. I mean, That's it's right. that simple. But we'll give you specific examples today. And uh, with each example, I think it adds up between today and, and tomorrow, perhaps next Thursday, if we need some cleanup, are 9,000 examples of Christians that need Bibles in other parts of the world. But all of that to say, Scott, welcome. Been able to listen remotely to you. You are very good at what you do. And uh, KKLA listeners, again, you've been incredibly kind uh, to Bible League. And let's do kingdom business. Let's do this holy work today. I know we'll hit this goal of 9,000 Bibles at $5 a piece. We need to do that this month. Month. This won't be a campaign that continues forever. But again, if there's a group that can get it done, Scott, it's the KKLA listening family. Yep. And uh, you know what, SoCal I family, you have been so great with this. Our show's on three to five weekdays, and usually we talk about current events and those kinds of things. But this is our opportunity to not just talk about what would it look like if we really helped the church and stayed on mission. Today is how we do that work. We respond, remembering mm-hmm. believers around the world who are suffering persecution. And if you're saying, well, what do they need a Bible for? Then I want you to pay attention to what the Word of God says. Jesus says, and he's quoting Deuteronomy It is written, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Mm. And if you're a person who is needing hope because you're being persecuted from your faith, one of the greatest things you can have is the Word of God. Amen. Amen. So, Michael, tell us, uh, how do we give? If we're saying, all right, I'm ready, how do we do this? Yeah, here's here's what you do. It's a real simple ask, Scott. It's $5 a Bible, $5 a Bible. Let me say that we have talked with the management here at KKLA. We said, you know what? The cost of uh, you know filling your tank, filling your uh, fridge, it's up, right? We know that inflation is uh, <laughs> rising by the day, right? I mean, it doesn't mean you don't care. It means your discretionary income is a little tighter. But I can tell you the folks here said, you know what, Michael, this is who we are. This is who Scott Furrow calls his listeners out to live out who they are in Jesus Christ. Let's do this. Let's solve this for 9,000 Bibleist Christians. And so we've set this goal. 9,000 is the number we're looking at. Again, we know these Christians by name. There's not a, a place on earth where Bible League ministers, where we are not connected to the local evangelical church. So to think today you can do this at $5 a Bible, a gift of $150, Scott, would put Bibles 
into the hands and hearts of 30 new believers. Some of these might be Arabic-speaking. They might be Mandarin-speaking. We'll take care of getting the right uh, language uh, to each of these believers. But we want to do this for $9,000, a gift of $1,000. Scott, we literally, before you and I came on the air, heard from Joseph of Hawthorne, a $1,000 gift. We mentioned a need uh, just a little before we came on of about 200 Bibles needed in a specific village in the country of India. And Joseph said, I want to meet I want to meet that need. Some of you can make those gifts in the $1,000 range. For others, again, would you consider at $5 a Bible, is that a dozen for 60? Is it 150 for 30 Bibles? Is it 100 for 500? You pray about that and then make your most generous gift. Scott, there's two ways to get involved today. It's by calling the number 800-YES-WORD, 800-Y-E-S-W-O-R-D. That's 800 Yes, word. Nine, let me spell it out for you for some of you that, uh, that prefer that. It's 800-937-9673, 800-YES-WORD. Or find the Bible League banner. It's front and center. You can find that at kkla.com. And, Scott, as we go along today, let me thank some of those that have been calling yeah. and, uh, and, uh, and giving, and we'll do that as well. We move along today. All right, so 1-800-YES-WORD, that is the phone number. Or go to kkla.com and click the Bible League banner. Uh, and, you know, and you mentioned that we're not just uh, Bible League isn't just handing out Bibles at random to uh, people walking by, you know, tourists and people. You know the people. You're invested in the lives of people who you're giving these Bibles mm. to. Yeah, we never hand these out willy-nilly, right? I mean, uh, we don't have to go into uh, Jakarta, Indonesia. I'm going to take you to that country in just a moment and say, Bibles, anyone? I mean, we, we know these Christians by name. The soil has been worked. They're members of our spiritual family, but because of where God has them planted in His, in his sovereignty, in His providence, um, they can't access a Bible. But, you know, I should say in His providence, how does He provide for them? Well, He's doing that today through every gift that's made in Jesus' name and given in faith, believing that God's Word goes forth. It never returns void, Scott. That's what it says in Isaiah 55. And so we want to put um, our confidence in that Scripture today. Um, In a moment, I'll have you play this audio cut from a man by the name of Tony in the country of uh, Indonesia. But um, it's this country that I visited uh, right before all the COVID lockdowns came. In fact, we invited David James to uh, join us on that trip. The timing wasn't right. But Mm. David, I took several Salem media hosts. We met some incredible people. This is the largest Muslim-majority country in the world. We're not saying that all Muslims are radicalized. That would be untrue, would be unfair, but that certainly was the case in the regions that we visited. So if you want to play this audio cut from a man by the name of Tony, let me come back and tell you an incredible story from Indonesia. Out of our 34 provinces, around 20 or 30 percent of them are adopting the Sharia law, or at least uh, the government are Muslim majority. Now Christians who live there in that area, they have to struggle for their faith. Church being burned, uh, people got imprisoned because uh, they, they, they protest something that kind of offended the, the, the followers of Islam. Yeah, Scott, we live our faith out with relative ease here in America, mm-hmm. right? I mean, our, yeah. our persecution social. You tell somebody, hey, I follow Christ, they say, so what? Or you say, I'm a Christian. Oh, you mean that ministry of judgment, that uh, religion of judgment, right? right? I mean, we can certainly invite trouble online if we get a little sarcastic or mean with somebody, right? But in other places like Indonesia, it's an altogether different level. Um, let me tell you what we did. We traveled to uh, Java Island. This was on, uh, again, the the 
archipelago island nation of uh, Indonesia. 17,000 islands make up uh, Indonesia, but we were on uh, Java Island. We visited a church high atop what was called Pasuban Mountain. This was just off the coast of the Indian Ocean. And as we traveled to the top of this uh, mountain, uh, we encountered about 150 Christians. It was a very special day. Let me tell you why. They had been in existence for three years. And in the course of that three-year time, uh, Scott, their church had been destroyed eight times, Hmm. eight times by radicals. This was in a region that was governed by uh, Islamic laws that favored Islam and did everything to oppose Christianity. They could not build anything uh, permanent, so they had nothing more than a glorified picnic pavilion. But Hmm. as my colleagues, some of these from Salem Media, stood around, we saw this, we said to ourselves, this is no less of a church than what we worship in, let's say, in a brick structure on the corner of First and Main Streets back in America. Right. We had found out that the, the, the pastor is on staff there in an attempt to go from door to door in this remote part of Indonesia had actually been beaten almost to death by radicals that hated Christianity. They wanted that to be known to these uh, local Christians. But there we were, Scott, with 150 believers. Some of these new to the face, all of these former Muslims, some of these radicalized who were now following Jesus Christ. As they sought Allah, they found Jesus. And their prayer was not for me to come on uh, KKLA and K-Praise to pray for an abrupt ending to their suffering. Again, they know that God's working through it. But there are about 100 people right now that need Bibles uh, there in Indonesia. And so, again, think about the relative calmness in which we live on our faith here in America. It is a different level in a place like Indonesia where these Christians who have absolutely no access are simply asking, would you help us to endure? Would you help us to persevere? And you can do that when you open God's Word and be reminded of His precious promises. We want to do this for 9,000 persecuted Bibleist believers. But right now, before we move on, can we meet this need for 100 Bibles? That's a $500 gift. If we saw three of you at $150, that's 30 Bibles each. I mean, that's a place where I could tell these believers, hey, your Bibles, they're coming. They're coming. They're coming. And, you know, 30, 30 Bibles, that's a whole church. I mean, you can really, yeah. you can really make a huge difference uh, with that. And the great thing about the Bibles is they're, they're in print. It's something that can be handed off, too, to other people, right? So the impact goes even beyond the one person who We gets find it. out that, on average, 12 people are impacted. We call it a multiplier, right? Yeah. For every Bible that you give, count on about a dozen people being impacted, being able to look over the shoulder, to be able to borrow that Bible, if you will. The person that reads that finds out very quickly, Scott, Jesus is not to be kept to oneself, he's to be shared. Right. And so 12 times every Bible you give, hey, it's an opportunity right now. If you take 9,000 times 12, I'm horrible at math, but it means that we can impact about, I don't know, 100,000 people right now for That's right. the kingdom of Christ. What an opportunity from right here in Southern California. Yeah, so the number is 1-800-YES-WORD. It's easy to remember, 1-800-YES-WORD. You can call up right now, have your credit card ready. $5 a Bible, $150 is 30 Bibles. It's, it is something that, you know, this, I don't know if you've been in a place, even in your own life, I have, where just having the Word of God brought me great comfort in mm. moments of mm. stress and difficulty, and I have not experienced anything like what many of uh, these people that we're standing with today, our brothers and sisters in Christ, have had to deal with. I know that some of you have. Some of you have been in a place, and you know how important it was to have the Word of God with you. Mm. And so what we're asking you to do is to stand up and stand with these Christians, our brothers and sisters in Christ. Call 1-800-YES-WORD and stand with them. And at $5 a Bible, 150 is 30 Bibles. And uh, you know what? 
I know that some of you can do even more than that. If God is putting that on your heart, imagine what you could do. $1,000, that's 200 Bibles. $1,000. That's a great way to spend $1,000. And every time you you realize that you did that, um, you're going to realize you blessed people. And I think when you get to be, you know, you may not get a thank you note from somebody specifically, (laughs) but when you get to heaven, you're going to meet people who you impacted their lives. I think that's all, I think that all gets revealed and you're going to have no idea and it's going to be wonderful. It will be. Yeah. yeah. Five dollars sends a Bible. Uh, we're talking about one hundred and fifty dollars. That's a gift of thirty Bibles, as Scott says. Talk about a blessing for almost an entire church. We've got a hundred Christians right now praying for Bibles on uh, Java Island in Indonesia. Five dollars sends a Bible. Eight hundred yes word. Eight hundred y e s w o r d. Or just click the stand with them banner. You can find that at kkla.com. Scott, you've got this audio cut from Izan. When it's good for you, why don't you share that, and then I'll come back and tell a story. From the Middle East. All right, here we go. This is from uh, Izan. I met a pastor. Uh, he was uh, kidnapped and threatened uh, to be killed. Uh, his freedom uh, was uh, as easy as for him uh, not to confess uh, that he's follow Christ. Uh, of course, he chose not to, and he was abused as a result. This is what happened through uh, the last six, seven, eight years in the region. Yeah, Scott, this is in the Middle East. I mean, I've been there. Uh, I've seen people devout in their Muslim faith. You'd see people, uh, you know, six, seven times a day, drop and face Mecca, engage in their prayers. And we were treated very well, my Bible League colleagues and I. But they say if you look around, you see 10 people on average, nine and a half follow mm. Islam. And again, we're not saying that everyone who follows Islam is radicalized. That would be untrue. It would be uh, unfair. But uh, we certainly met a lot of people who had paid a tremendous price simply for believing Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. The, uh, the, uh, the audio cut you just heard from uh, Yazan, he's a colleague of mine, a pastor as well there in the Middle East. He's talking about a pastor that uh, was kidnapped, forced to deny Christ. Of course, the pastor would have nothing to do with that. They beat the man nearly to death finally let him go. He continues to minister in the Middle East. One of his colleagues is a man by the name of Pastor Yusuf. Let me tell you his story. One day, he and a deacon, Scott, were kidnapped in broad daylight by a group of radicals. I won't tell you the country, but I can tell you they uh, demanded a ransom when the family could not pay that. They killed the deacon. They Hmm. killed the deacon. They forced Pastor Yusuf to carry the deacon's remains to his grave. They beat this man, Yusuf, tortured him, finally let him go because they knew the family really didn't have access to any type of wealth. I mean, there's this big misconception that Christians and churches must have access to a lot of wealth. It simply was not true. But I can tell you this man today with conviction can 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 quote a verse like Romans 8. The, pre, the sufferings of this present age are not worthy to be compared with, this, with the glory to come. He can say that with conviction, Scott. As I've traveled the world, I've met with people like Pastor Yusuf, I noticed two things about persecuted believers. Number one, they love their enemies. They don't hate those that persecute them. All right? I can hold a grudge. I can hold a grudge for a long time, right? And yet here are people who are harmed by others, and yet they genuinely love and care for them. They see them not as the enemy, as a mission field. The second thing is they count it all joy to suffer for the Lord Jesus. Again, I can grumble, right, when the coffee's a little lukewarm at church, Mm. you know, or the sermon's a tad bit long. But here are people in all seriousness that are paying a tremendous price simply because they believe Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. 
Let me tell you, attached to the story right now are 200 new believers. Some of these former radicals who have come to embrace Jesus Christ because they see in Pastor Yusuf a man who is willing to suffer for the gospel. And we want to get these Christians exactly what they're needing. It's the Arabic language. They don't have Christian bookstores. They are not going to have a big box retailer drop a box of Bibles into the village. Frankly, Scott, no Amazon uh, dropping it. Not not the place that I'm talking about. And so, frankly, if it happens for these 200 Christians that we're talking about right now, it'll happen because KKLA listeners choose to get involved. And listen, that's your legacy with us at Bible League. You've always been incredibly kind. You've hit these goals very, very hard. And today we're telling you there's 200 Christians that can benefit greatly from your generosity. $5 sends a Bible, Scott. How many can you send today? The number is 1-800-YES-WORD or go to kkla.com and just click the banner. And I want to encourage you, this this is such an easy way to really help. And and by easy, I don't want to minimize it. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that it's you can remember 1-800-YES-WORD and call up and give as many Bibles as you can. $150 is 30 Bibles. That's amazing. $500, I know some of you can do that right now. That's 100 Bibles that go into specific people's hands in their own language. This is a way that we we support our brothers and sisters in Christ. This is part of being the church. This is what Jesus is calling us to do. And Right now, you know, you might be thinking to yourself, I don't know, I got a lot of bills to pay and uh, I'm I'm worried. Can I give you this advice? And I, I, God's giving you permission to help your brothers and sisters in Christ around the world. He's mm. going to take care of you. Mm. He is going to take care of you. You're going to you're not going to suddenly not pay your electric bill because you decided to give Bibles. I promise you that the Lord is going to bless you for that, and he's given you permission to do it. And he wants you to have faith in him, faith that even if things are a little bit tight, but you're feeling that God is tugging you to do this, that you can do this. Or you're thinking, I don't know if I should give such a big amount, but there's some number that God keeps putting in your brain right now. Trust the Lord for that. Call 1-800-YES-WORD or go to kkla.com and click the banner and uh, give now. Our goal is 9,000 Bibles. That's right, Mike? 9,000. Here's where we're at right now. A 1,000 Christians who did not have a Bible as of 6 o'clock this morning when I came on the air with Donna now have God's Word. Scott, why is that? Because your listeners have chosen to get involved. We want to do this for 9,000 Bibleist persecuted believers around the world. We'd love to take a big dent out of that today. And again, what happens with every call and with every click today. All right, my friends. Once again, it's 1-800-YES-WORD. Go to kkla.com or go to KK. You can do either or, right? 1-800-YES-WORD. And uh, just have your credit card ready, and our great operators are ready there to help you. Or go to kkla.com. It'll take you just a few seconds to do that on the website. Can I encourage you to do that now? we got to take a break, and when we get back, we're going to talk about more regions of the world. And you can understand where our brothers and sisters in Christ are are suffering in Africa and Venezuela, China, Latin America. We have an opportunity to stand with them today. 1-800-YES-WORD or go to kkla.com. 150 bucks, that's 30 Bibles that you have given them. I'm Scott Furrow. This is Southern California Live. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay tuned. This is SoCal Live with Scott Furrow on 99.5 KKLA. There's a real threat of Islam, and it's real. It's real, especially in countries like Kenya, where the Muslim community seems to have an upper hand. Uh, and so you find that they have an upper hand with the government whereby they would have whatever policies, whatever laws that, that need to be passed, they favor them more. 
some of the policies we see that are being passed are really a threat to Christianity moving forward, uh, and that to us is a challenge uh, be able to do ministry, and especially in areas that are Muslim-dominated, especially to the north of the country in Kenya and at the coastal region, and um, also in the other East African countries whereby you find uh, where there's a concentration of Islam, then it becomes a challenge. Welcome back, everybody. Southern California Live. Scott Furr with you, and I'm with Michael from Bible League, and that was Lillian, Michael, who mm. is uh, – she's from a country in Africa, and she is talking about how the the laws are being passed that really do persecute Christians, that really cause harm yeah. uh, to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think about that. I mean, think about – you know, the confines of safety in which you and I worship on a, you know, on, on, in, on a Sunday morning – it's not true for Christians around the world. Think about um, you know the freedom, the, re- the religious freedom that we enjoy here in America. I know that we feel like it's shrinking day by day, but for the most part, we can live out our Christian faith uh, with a great deal of, um, of safety and security. And that's not the case with Christians around the world. I know we don't always wake up and think about persecution, but today is an opportunity for you to step into the story of 9,000 Bibleist persecuted believers, people that we know by name at Bible League, and you've done this already for about 1,000 Christians We've got 8,000 to go. And let me tell you about a group that can truly benefit from your prayers and your financial support today. There's 100 Christians right now in the country of Zambia, Africa. This is where the famous missionary David Livingstone carried out years of ministry, right? And in Zambia, an elder by the name of Shadrach uh, knew that there was an attack coming one day. He had word of this. Sure enough, there was a group that showed up. Their intent was to massacre all 200 Christians that had Mm -hmm. gathered for worship. Uh, Scott, that's what was going to happen. Shadrach had a handgun um, in self-defense. He shot the leader of that group, a man by the name of Ishmael. He did not kill him. But over the coming months, in great Christian love, he would nurse this man back to health. He was a livestock farmer, so he cared for um, the the agriculture that this man uh, was responsible for. He fed his family. He also had a daughter who could not read, could not write. And so he used a program from Bible League that gives the gift of literacy to people all over the world. Scott, we've been doing this for about 40 years with this particular program because as you engage people in the Word of God, you find out they can't read, they can't write, you've got another problem. So we've been able to create a program that uses the Bible as the backdrop. So as they're learning to form letters and words in whatever language they speak, they're also learning about Jesus, the great lover of their soul. Why? We've got this unique program that gives the gift of literacy, gives people dignity to read about the God who loves and cares for them. And when this Christian love was uh, displayed by this man, Shadrach, again, the intent was to kill him and kill all 200 in attendance that day, the tables turned and the love of Christ was uh, just basically poured out on these radicalized Muslims and 80 have come to Christ. Mm. This man and his family, in grateful response, came to Christ, and yet it did not end there. He went to those that were part of his uh, radicalized group. He said, you know what? Jesus is real. Uh, Jesus is God. We, we have to follow him. And they're doing that today. And uh, I don't have the exact numbers, Scott, but they continue to share Christ with others uh, because we can, we can see that every Bible that we give— impacts about a dozen people. So there is an opportunity. You know, with this story, let me say this too. A lot of a lot of you will wonder, okay, okay, Michael, Scott, one Bible. How is that going to make a difference? This story came from one Bible. This man Shadrach one time was a radicalized Muslim, right, before he became a believer. But somebody with the Bible who knew how to explain what was in that Bible and a gracious God willing to bring this man from the grips of spiritual darkness, it all came down. It started with one Bible, and here are a 100 radicals 
and their families that now follow Jesus Christ. There's a hundred Bibles needed in Zambia, Africa. And before we move forward, I'd love to be able to take care of this need. I can tell you, Scott, is the, um, the, the eyes and the ears of somebody who travels using other monies that are given to our ministry to places like Zambia, Africa. It is a joy. It is a thrill mm. for being able to, to be able to tell these believers, your Bibles, they're coming. They're yeah. coming. Yeah. And you know, if you're, you're wondering, well, what, what good does it do? Let me, let me challenge you this way. What do you believe about the Word of God, really? Do you believe that it is the Word of God and it's true? If you do, then you got to believe this. Mm. Hebrews 4.12, for the Word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and spirit, of joints and marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. You see, the Bible is, it's for real. Mm. This, what it says about, about itself, what the, what, the Hebrews writer is telling us about the Word of God. And this is something that you've experienced in your life, that the Word of God, it cuts through all of the stuff and it has an impact. It is for real. And that when you give, when people, when you give and people get a Bible, it impacts their life for real Mm. into their soul, their spirit, and it impacts the people around them, right? It matters. It is a, a huge blessing. Can you do that right now for $150? That's 30 Bibles, I think you can do that right now and imagine how you're going to impact not just a believer's life, but maybe even an entire community, maybe even somebody who is actively persecuting Christians. They're going to learn about the grace of God through Christ because you gave that Bible. Hmm. That's what the Word of God does. The number is 1-800-YES-WORD, 1-800-YES-WORD. And uh, you can also go to kkla.com. You can look at kprz.com. If it's not there, just go to kkla.com. And tell them you live in San Diego if you're from San Diego. It's really easy to do. It takes you just a few seconds. $150 is 30 Bibles. Maybe God's calling you to give $500. That's 100 Bibles. 100 Bibles to people who are waiting for a Bible. And we can tell them it's on its way. Well, Scott, I love engaging with your listeners. They don't merely tune in, but they put that faith into action. Let me thank Thomas of Glendale, 16 Bibles. Janet of uh, Westlake Village, a gift of 50 Bibles. Thank you, Deanne of uh, Garden Grove. Thank you for Donna of uh, San uh, Dimas. Uh, Jay of Woodland Hills, thank you for your gift. Daryl of uh, Torrance, thank you, a gift of five Bibles. And William of Whittier, a gift of 156 Bibles. It's a $65 a month pledge. He has chosen to uh, tackle uh, this uh, this uh, Bible shortage around the world mm. for persecuted believers. Scott, he'll do that over the next month. $5 will send a Bible. How many can you send today? And I'll add to that. Diana from Torrance, thank you. 30 Bibles. Adam from Whittier, 30 Bibles. Derek of Culver City, 72 Bibles, a $30 a month pledge. Mm, thank you. I know that some of you are thinking, you know what, this is the ministry that I'm called to. We're called to different things, right? But some of you are saying, this is huge for me. I, I understand this. And that's what the monthly pledges do. We appreciate that. Joseph from Hawthorne, 200 Bibles, a $1,000 uh-huh. gift. Thank you. 200 Bibles. Thank you. Thank you. And Shirley of Burbank, 40 Bibles. Thank you, Shirley. Thank oh, you so much. Love the track. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Scott, our goal is 9,000. We want to do this for 9,000 Bibleist persecuted believers. We're about 1,000 Bibles to that goal right now. I think that, what is that, 9? That's a 10, 15, 15%. Let's, uh, let's right. get to that next tier. Um, we believe we're going to get there. It'll be gifts of all sizes. We'll sing the Hallelujah Chorus. Our, our goal is to do that probably by the end of uh, next week. We want to take a big dent out of this today. But 
You pray about it. Make the most generous gift that you can. Again, know that the relationship that we've had between Bible League and KKLA spans many years. The result, we're, I think our easy math is it easily a hundred, uh, no, let me, let me change that. A million Bibleist believers around the world have received God's word again simply because you've chosen to get involved. Scott, you very pointedly said earlier, you won't meet those this side of salvation, right? That you yeah. send Bibles to, but it's very reasonable that in eternity somebody will stop and say, you know what? I know it was a simple, $5 gift, but that Bible hit my hands in my heart, and this is what God did with it. I know we're up against a break here in a moment. Love to share another quick story if you got this audio cut from a man by the name of Bilda uh, in Latin America. If you want to share this, I'll come back and tell a quick story from the country of Venezuela. All right, let's hear from Bilda. It's so sad because you can see violence everywhere. Each day when I go out, I say, God, it's not my last day. Every day it's my last day. When my wife uh, decides to go out, it's so sad to say that it's her last day. I don't know. When I go to the office, I go somewhere to do some training. We don't have government. They can decide to stop that. Scott, that man's in Haiti. What's yeah. he saying? He, there's no exaggeration there. The government, the police have said to people, especially Christian uh, ministry workers, we can't protect you. And and so Bilda and his wife, his colleagues, pastors there will say to themselves, we don't know if this is our final week. I mean, there's a big misconception among the gangs there, those that hate Christianity, that Christians have a lot of um, access to a lot of money. It simply is not true. But Bill is not exaggerating the truth. A lot of Christians live with the mindset, is this my final week? Will you know, God call me home because of the violence and, and the persecution we face? Let me tell you about a group that's doing something about the hopelessness in the world. It's a group in Venezuela. Uh, Scott, the group is, is uh, just outside of Caracas, Venezuela. The drug cartels will uh, target and recruit young women. They will force them into prostitution. It's big money for them. Some of these girls are 10, 11, 12 years of age. It's absolutely horrific. This church said, we're fed up with this. They learned how to rescue these women. They've been working with Bible League, and I can tell you that they have uh, paid a tremendous price for this. One of the members was killed in the process of trying to rescue a group of women that was forced into prostitution. He was killed. They took his body. They uh, pulled it behind uh, a truck. Uh, so his corpse was meant to, to say to the uh, Christian community, look, don't try to compete with the drug cartels. But this group has grace. They've got gumption. They have seen 200 women rescued from the mm. grips of prostitution. They're new creations in Christ. They live where it's nearly impossible to find a Bible outside of Caracas, Venezuela. Scott, that's why we're doing kingdom business today. 200 Bibles times five. It's a $1,000 gift. We've seen giving at that level. If that's a lot for you right now, could we see six of you at $150? That $30 at 30 Bible level, Scott, when that happens again is the ice. And here's a Bible league. It'll be a joy for me to say your Bibles, they're on their way. They're on their way. You know, it is such an uh, – you know, what we're seeing here is is the church that is on the adventure that Jesus gave us hmm. to make disciples and take the Word of God to all nations. He told us to go and hmm. baptize all nations. Go, therefore, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I have commanded. And also the, com- the promise Jesus gives us is I will be with you until the end of the age. Mm. You're not alone. And one of the greatest gifts that a person can have is a Bible, the Word of God, where they learn how they're not alone, where they build their relationship with God, and it puts them on this 
this mission. You know, as part of the church, you've been called to the greatest endeavor in the history of mankind, and it's to make disciples of Jesus. Because this is significant. It is eternally significant work, and that's the impact that you have when you help people have a Bible. I want to encourage you to do that. $150, that's 30 Bibles. $500, if you're called to do that, that's 100 Bibles. Maybe you can do $1,000. $1,000, I know that some of you can do that. I know not everybody can do that. I understand that. $1,000, though, a lot of you could do that. That's 200 Bibles. Imagine the impact of that. And we mentioned before that those Bibles get passed on to other people, that each one can impact around 12 people. That's an incredible ministry that you can do. Would you do that right now? Just call 1-800-YES-WORD, 1-800-YES-WORD. You can go to kkla.com and click the Bible League banner. And if you go to kprz.com, just type in keyword Bible, and it'll take you to the website. So if you're in San Diego, go to kprz.com, click in the keyword Bible. kkla.com, if you're in Los Angeles, if you're listening on 99.5, just go to the kkla.com website, click the Bible League banner. Everybody can go to 800-YES-WORD and donate that way. You're listening to Southern California Live. We will be back. You can keep calling during the break. I'm Scott Furrow. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay tuned. You're listening to SoCal Live with Scott Furrow on 99.5 KKLA. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow, your host, along with Michael from Bible League International, and we are giving you a chance to put Bibles into the hands of believers who are ready to make disciples in countries where Christian persecution is significant. And we're standing with them today, and so many of you are are doing this. Irv in Granada Hills, 30 Bibles. Thank you, Irv. Alexa in Los Angeles, 10 Bibles. Julio in West Hills, 100 Bibles. It's a $500 gift. Thank you, Julio. Mm. Sherry. Sherry in Gardena, you too, a $500 gift. Another 100 Bibles. Thank you, Sherry. Thank you so much. It it, It is so impactful. You know, Psalm 119, you, you probably have memorized, not the whole Psalm 119, but you've, you've memorized <laughs> or you have on a plaque or on some kind of you know, etched thing that your grandma did somewhere in your house, Psalm 119, 105, your word is a lamp for my feet and a light to my path. And when you're giving Bibles to people, you're giving them a light for their next steps forward. You're giving them that kind of hope that is so needed. And that's what we're doing today. Our our SoCal Live family, our family here on KPRZ and KKLA, we are getting together to to give hope, to give encouragement, to give a blessing, not just to the people who will receive those Bibles, but to the people who are going to hear the gospel because you have strengthened the body of Christ around the world. And uh, Michael, you've been doing this for uh, a while, and you've brought some great stories um, from around the world, you know, I think I don't like using the word persecution for what we deal with in America. Mm. And I know it's getting harder and it, you know, it all fits under the umbrella sure. and we're worried about the persecution that we might get because of, you know, we've seen the church closures and the different things that have happened here. Mm. Mm. And I don't want to minimize that, but around the world right now, our brothers and sisters in Christ in big numbers are are being murdered, literally martyred. Five yeah. minutes. Every yeah. five minutes, some Christian in the world is murdered for their faith. Mm. So we've been on the air for, mm. you know what, 46 minutes uh, 
divided by yeah. five. So yeah. nine nine believers have died for mm. their faith mm-hmm. just since we've been on the air yeah. on Southern California Live. Yeah, Scott, and uh, thanks. It's a joy to tackle such a tough topic with uh, a great host. And listeners, thank you for being so kind and generous. We're seeing some really good response here. Keep it going to 800-YES-WORD, 800-Y-E-S-W-O-R-D. Scott, if you throw the words Christian persecution in the news uh, right now into a search engine, let me tell you what you'll, you'll find in Nigeria. A college student, a Christian woman, was beaten with planks and set on fire, killed because she was falsely accused of blasphemy against the prophet Muhammad. It was not true, but she paid a tremendous price for her Christian faith. Um, Elsewhere in that country, a 74-year-old man, again, killed by a mob over allegations of blasphemy. And then, if you uh, look to uh, India, a pastor that we know by name Mm. uh, was tied to a fence post and beaten by about 150 Hindu radicals, and about a third of those were school-aged children, Scott, in uniforms who were taught at a very young age to hate Christianity, hate Christians. I mean, this is what you'll find when you throw the words Christian persecution in the news into a search engine. So that tells you we are addressing something today that is relevant. It is the top global issue, arguably, facing the global church. But again, we can do something about it at $5 a Bible. Let me take you to uh, the communist uh, China. If you follow the news, and I know that you're in the know, listeners, you know that uh, the government there is doing everything it can to criminalize Christianity. They are basically destroying churches they are jailing pastors. They're threatening those who would dare to gather for worship. Um, and uh, let me tell you a story about a man by the name of Pastor Katsu. You've got this audio cut from a man by the name of Chow. If you want to share this, I'll come back and take you to uh, Communist China for an amazing story. All right, here we go. If I have one minute for American brothers and sisters, I just beg them to pray for China, for the supply of the Bibles, and for God, we are open the door for the Chinese people to have the opportunity to hear the love of Christ. Yeah, the love of Christ, because the government sees any um, any mention, any devotion to God. <laughs> Um, as a threat, and they're doing everything to criminalize Christianity. Let me tell you about Katsu. Who is he? An evangelical pastor, about 50 years of age. Scott, I would guess that he has been beaten and jailed probably 20, 25 times over the course of his ministry, just outside of Beijing, the seat of the national uh, government there. Um, he was beaten so severely last time he couldn't get up for about a week, but they let him go, told him to never speak of Jesus again. Um, his wife was relieved to find out he had not been uh, killed for his faith, but about a, a week later, a knock came on his door. In the evening, he was somewhat reluctant to open the door, but who did he find? The man, Hayo. Who was Hayo? He was the bitter atheist and and, uh, interrogator who beat this man nearly to death, and all week a question burned in his heart, and it was simply this. Why were you at such peace when we were beating you? And so this man, Katsu, this pastor in Beijing, China, would open his door, open his Mandarin Bible, and lead this bitter atheist to faith in Christ. And I can tell you that man, Hayo, has now been let go from the police department. But together, these two have witnessed literally thousands, Scott, coming to Christ there in Beijing, China. Listen, you're not going to turn on your favorite cable news source or look at the front page of the L.A. Times tomorrow and find out that Christians in unprecedented numbers are coming to place their faith in Jesus Christ in communist China. But the problem is this. I mentioned Mm -hmm. the thousands. That's incredible, isn't it? But most of those Christians, Scott, are known to stay after services in their house church movement. These are the churches that aren't registered with the government, right? If you register with the government, they basically give you a sanitized gospel, right? A Bible that's filled with a sanitized gospel that that is not the gospel, right? Right. And people will handwrite scriptures from a Mandarin language Bible just to have something 
to take into their week. Now, listen, that's why we're doing this kingdom business. It is painful to us mm. at Bible League. I know it is to you as well to think that there are Christians who are handwriting scriptures onto a line piece of paper to have something to take into their week. Scott, I came into the studio today with a Chinese Mandarin Bible. It sits before you and I right now. And, um, you know, I, I, you're student of the word. I said, hey, Scott, find John 3.16 in there, please. You don't speak Mandarin, so you couldn't find it. So That's I'm going right. to let you off the hook here, brother. But anyway... I found generally where it is because I'm good at the Bible drills. You, you could probably... There you go. You could probably guess where it's at. But you know, in all seriousness, because I don't speak Mandarin, you don't speak Mandarin, this Bible means nothing to us. Now, the fact that it's the Word of God means everything. But as you open the pages of Scripture, I can assure you that the Chinese Christians that we're talking about now, those that have been beaten, those who have been um, threatened, jailed, uh, shunned by their families, um, ostracized by their own government, they would give anything, absolutely anything, for what sits before Scott and I today. And listeners, that's what we're asking you to do for brothers and sisters in communist China who have absolutely no access to the Bible. We're asking you to step into their story today at $5 a Bible. We ultimately want to do this for 9,000 Bibleist persecuted believers who live out their faith in Jesus Christ. They do it very admirably every day around the world, and they do it without a Bible. And so we want to bless them at $5 a Bible. There's a need right now. I can easily tell you there's a need for a 1,000 Bibles in that part of Beijing, China, where the Bible is needed. We don't want these Christians to have to handwrite scriptures onto a lined piece of paper. We want them to be able to open the pages of this. Really, it's a, it's a basic Bible, but Scott, you and I agreed it's it's well-constructed. Yeah, it's nice. Um, it's got a basic black cover. There's no markings that would identify that as a, as a Bible. I don't know if that's intentional. Bible League translated this, I don't know, maybe 30 years ago. And we've seen millions of Christians, people come to faith in communist China, but we love to put that book right there into the hands and hearts of thousands of Christians. Can we do that right now for a thousand Chinese Christians within the walls of communist China? Five dollars will send a Bible. How many can you send today? The number is 1-800-YES-WORD. You just spell that out. If you're wondering, yes, on your cell phone, it still has the letters on the numbers. It really does. So all you have to do is remember 1-800-YES-WORD. So if you're driving right now, we realize you can't call right now. You could say, hey, Siri, you know, call 1-800-YES. Uh, and you did that, and it worked. I did it. It worked. It didn't work when I said 1-800-YES-WORD. It did work when I said 1-800-YESWORD. It totally worked. Uh, mm. Of course, then you got to have your credit card memorized, and uh, maybe you have that. <laughs> you know, I used to have that. Um, but the other way to do it, if you're still at the office or you're sitting at home, you can – or you're, maybe you're staring at your phone right now, and you don't want to call – Go to kkla.com, just go to that website, click the Bible League banner that's right there on the top, and it's right there on the bottom at kkla.com. Or if you're in San Diego and you're listening on KPRZ, you can also call 1-800-YES-WORD. It's the best way to do it. Or go to kprz.com and use keyword Bible, and you'll get to the website to give right there. It's very simple. kkla.com, Bible League banner, kprz.com. Go uh, do keyword Bible or just call 1-800-YES-WORD. You know, our last couple of minutes here, can I urge you as we go to the break, and we're going to begin hour two in a minute, to really understand how serious this is. We need a thousand Bibles for people in Beijing. Beijing has a population of 21 million people. Hmm. Um, that's, it, you know, even as big as a uh, metropolitan area that we live in, Imagine 21 million people. It's just so much mm. more. It's half the state, more than half the state now of California. Mm. Um, a thousand Bibles, that's going to reach 
people who desperately need it, and you have a government and a system that is preventing them from having them. You have to realize that the world is driven by by this, by people whose the main thing for people is that they are saved, that they hear the gospel of Jesus Christ, and they uh, give their life to him, that they accept that he died and rose again. And the mm-hmm. thing is about the gospel of Jesus Christ, about Christianity, is that it, it can be translated into any language in the world mm-hmm. and accepted anywhere. We've got 30 seconds left. A lot of these Christians uh, that we're talking about today, they make up a very small percentage of their overall population. To be able to open Psalm 139 and read, Lord, you know all about me. You know when I rise up, you know where I go, when I retire at night. Lord, you know all about me, and it brings me great peace. Scott, if you're persecuted, that is going to bring you tremendous peace. That's what we're doing today at $5 a Bible. $5 a Bible, 1-800-YES-WORD, kkla.com, kprz.com, keyword Bible. Uh, $150 is 30 Bibles, $500 is 100 Bibles. Do it now while we take a break. 1-800-YES-WORD. This is Southern California Live. We'll be right back. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.